Blog Talk Radio. Richard Flint. <laughs> How you doing over there? I'm doing good over here. How you doing over there? You know what? I'm doing really fine over here. Thank you very much. It's lovely. And look okay. at you. Oh my God. I was just I was just gonna say the weather is much like your shirt. Beautiful, bright. Flowers are starting to come up out of everywhere. And it's uh it's beautiful. I, I'm looking out my windows today. I can see the lake. It's open and not frozen. There's just some ice shoves along the seawall. But I'm seeing birds. I'm seeing little tiny baby birds hatching out and little tiny baby ducks walking around. That's exciting. It is very exciting. I'm sure that none of the critters get them. Yeah, I know. It's a good thing I'm not a hunter. <laughs> I would go and eat them. I've never wanted to go hunting. Yeah. Just at the grocery store, hunt at the grocery. Well, I go with what I want. I go there knowing what I want, so I don't have to hunt. Oh. <laughs> How's the weather by you? Uh, it's overcast a little bit and probably about 75, 78 degrees today. Oh, how yummy, delicious. Yeah, perfect, perfect weather. You know, I have got my golf clubs waiting by my front door for when I leave here today. I'm putting them into the trunk of my car, and I'm driving over to the driving range, and I am going to swing and hit that ball and do a bucket of balls. I'm going to smack those golf balls around. (laughs) There is nothing more freeing than the sound of making that contact. Is there? Bonk, and out it goes. I love that. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's it. Uh, you haven't learned that yet? I've, I've learned it. I, I played Sunday and probably played uh, one of the best rounds I've played in quite a while. Oh, really? What did you attribute that to, sir? I turned my cell phone off, left it in my locker, uh, went out there and decided I wasn't going to let anything just steal the fun I wanted to have today. Oh. And was just relaxed, in control, and was playing with two other guys I'd never met, but they were fun. Oh. So it was just a, it was just a good, basically three hours of just relaxing, having fun, and doing something I love doing. Oh, I love that! I love that! I hope you and I get to play golf together someday. This afternoon? <laughs> uh, it, it, this afternoon, I, I got to as soon as we finished. We, we ran into a challenge with stomach. I think I told you that the TPA oh, yeah. right. uh, decided to eliminate both of their big problems at the same time in our stomach. 
Makers and what that is and what the theme is and what's really special about this year's Star Maker. It's interesting because everything about what he was saying was what he wanted, uh, followed by an excuse. Yeah. And I think that most people really want more for their life. Yeah. And it's not because they can't do it. It's because of their choice. Yeah. And, and that's why the thing became very important to me uh, for this year. I can because I will. Mm-hmm. Uh, because a lot of people say I can, but then they follow it with I'm not good. Mm-hmm. And so this is going to be, I want this to be a uh, profound living star maker. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really going to delve deep into, this, into the inner part of life as to why so many times we allow to steal our talents mm-hmm. and what we can do with our life. And Starbuck is also special because it's a it's a family. I mean, we don't have some people there that would have been to I think there's Rhonda Smith. Rhonda has been to twenty six of the thirty Starbucks. Really? Oh, I love that. This is so important. This is going to be the last one. You've made a decision about that. But you bring people together year after year. You've always got a really straightforward, lovely theme that's important for people's lives. And you bring this audience together of about how many people, Richard? Well, we have 147 registered right now. Okay. And I'd like to have, I'd like to have 200. Okay. And another special thing, Deb, is I guess it was five years ago, I met a, a gentleman by the name of Bob Simon. Okay. And Bob is, uh, he's a Christian artist.
I love about you, about your work and about your persona is you think about all these things and you think and you feel about them deeply. You don't make excuses. You have a routine. You get up very early. You start by having your coffee in your morning, the morning treat, your breakfast, and then you're writing and thinking and composing and, and you dedicate the time and you do not let things get in the way to interrupt your your creative process. And your creative process is your own internal life coming together. You're examining. You're always examining and discerning. And then you don't just stay there. You're sharing it. You're writing it. You're speaking it. I love that about you. You've got so many books and so much content. It's so beautiful, Richard. And you've touched so many lives.
When you are open and vulnerable and, and needing and trusting and you let it flow and the person does the recording for themselves to play back to you in ways that are hurtful. Ah, that's just so horrible. It's such a, a violation of trust. It's such a, it's a, it's a, it's a boundary that you never violate. You don't throw back at people what it is that they've shared with you because it takes so long to come to a place to unearth, you know. We've all been hurt somewhere along the line, right? So when you finally do that, if somebody brings it back to you in some ugly way as a weapon, that's so damaging.
and their perception, which gives rise to their emotions, which is so often skewed. Sometimes just a little, then takes a little bit of tweaking, sometimes enormously, and it's so painful. You know, trying to help people through those steps to understand that your perception is so influenced by the color of your history, the colors in your history, the way that you've decided to package it and keep it. And then looking in the rearview mirror way too often, you, you, you drive in the car, you're going to run into something if you don't get here right now and look towards the future and allow what's behind you to be a little bit different kind of an activity. Have you ever had a time in your life where you know, you've been to talk alone? Oh, yeah. Life, yeah. And you long for someone that you know if you want to share with them, mm-hmm. but they're going to pause, they're going to stop. Mm-hmm. And they're going to listen with the intent <clears throat> of just letting you talk. Mm-hmm. I really do believe that probably the number one emotional issue in this country today is loneliness. I think you're right. And I, I think that what we're going through with this pandemic is just is exemplifying that. Uh, because with all this social distancing and, you know, the lockdowns and everything, uh, it has exposed a lot of people's loneliness. Yeah, it has. Yeah, we are. We were made to socialize. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's so many different 